Hello, podcast family. This is S. Anthony. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Um, I just, I noticed that there's a lot more people coming on. I could see it on the iTunes site and on Stitcher and on, um, TuneIn. I see a lot more people listening and I want to thank you for that. And you know, some of you have sent me some questions, uh, mostly about me. I don't know why you <laughs> keep asking questions about me, but I, uh, I'll answer some of them. The, the first thing I want to say is that in many cases, um, I've noticed when I started to do podcasting, a lot of people thought that podcasts tended to follow some kind of format. It always had to be, you know, a specific time. I'm not going to do that. Um, there's, there's always going to be a specific topic. It's always comedy. It's always news. It's always movie reviews. It's always one person. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to do, how can I put this very politely? Whatever the hell I want to do. And, uh, <laughs> I think that those of you that have been listening to a lot of the podcasts have already figured that out, that I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do the way that I want to do it, because that's what's great about having a podcast. It's not like a sitcom where somebody else writes everything for me. Nobody writes anything for me. They don't write anything for me in my act. When I do stand up, they don't write anything for me when I do a podcast. Everything that's, that you hear is me, my thoughts and everything like that. And somebody, um, asked me, uh, how, I, how I got started doing this and i'll be honest with you regarding this um i, I was doing stand-up uh, uh, that's what i do as for a living in in this also but but the thing is when i was a little kid and it shows you how things come full circle when i was a little kid i had a boom box and i also had one of those other old square recorders and i used to watch a lot of sitcoms when i was a little boy and i always was fascinated by the characters that were not actually on the sitcom. You know, sometimes you'll watch a sitcom and one of the characters would come in halfway through the sitcom. I was always fascinated by, you know, what is this guy doing before he gets there? Or if the person was on the sitcom and then their section of the sitcom was over and they left, well, what are they doing when they're not on the sitcom? So what I would do was I would write, and this is me as a little kid now, I would write what that person did up until they came onto the show or what they did after the show. Usually what they did up until they came onto the show. So what I would do was I would write uh, what uh, you know, what some what somebody would do before they came onto the show, and I'd record what I thought, and then I would record the episode of the sitcom on the same tape, and then the audio anyway, and then I would have my show, which would lead right into the regular show. One of the other things I used to do all the time was because I had two recorders, is I would I would make I would talk into it, doing half of the dialogue, leaving spaces for the other dialogue. Then I would take the recorder and then I would play it and then I would talk to the voice coming through recording it on additional player. And I would keep looping sounds in until I had five or six people conversing, until I had sound effects uh, from all the other sounds and people walking and cars driving. I would make those sounds and collect those sounds myself. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. And here I am as an adult basically doing the same shit right now. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. You know, um, so that's how the podcasting thing came about. I, I realized that that's what I did when I was a kid. I enjoyed it immensely. And the people that I let, that I played it for really liked it. They go, wow, you should, you should do stand up. And then of course, later on, I did. And now I come back to this and they go, man, you should podcast, man. Remember you should do you when you were a kid. Remember I used to do those tapes? And I went, yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. You know what? I, I think I will podcast. And that's how I got here. Full circle. That's the answer to that question. Now, um, I just want to, this is something I wanted to talk about. Um, I saw something was, it was a news story 
And it was a little kid that got injured, obviously through no fault of his own. I think he was injured by a parent or a step-parent or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. And they were trying to get donations to help pay for this kid's medical bills because if he didn't have the money, they didn't have the money, the family didn't have the money, they were not going to operate on the child. And I thought about that, and, 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 and this is not a new thing. It, it happens all the time, but it, it just reminds me of how we should be ashamed of that. You know, I mean, we should be absolutely ashamed as a society that that phrase actually exists. We can't do the operation because you don't have the money. We should never let that happen to anybody in this country. In, in the planet, we should never let that happen. I'm all for everybody making money. I'm down with that. Believe me, I'd like to make some more money. But 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 this is people's health and, and people being alive or not alive. You know, we can't put money over that, can we? I, I don't think so. I don't think we should. Do you realize there was a point in this country where if your house was on fire, if you hadn't paid, the fire company had to let it burn down? Think about the silly, the ridiculousness of that. That was that was the way it was. Some things have to be relegated to the to the embarrassing to our embarrassing history. Some things that, that are awful should be relegated to the embarrassments of history, man. There was a point when doctors didn't wash their hands between surgeries. And the person that said, hey, man, you really should wash your hand between surgeries. By the way, he, uh, it was such a long time ago. I'm pretty sure he did not say, hey, man, but you get the point. And he goes, you know, I really I did some studies and I noticed that the hospitals that you know, where the doctors wash their hands and scrub their hands between surgery for whatever reason, had a lower, I mean, a drastically lower rate of infection deaths in their patients. And they laughed this guy out of the building, laughed him out of the industry, shouted him down, and he was right. And that practice of digging in somebody else's abdomen and cutting something out and then going right into the next person without washing your hands, that was relegated to the embarrassments of history. And I, I, I really hope that at some point, hopefully very, very soon, if we just wise the heck up, that letting people die because they don't have money, oh, you don't have enough money for the surgery? Hey, too bad. Goes to the embarrassments of history. I mean, think about the ridiculousness of it. And I don't know if it's in every state, but I know in some states there's the Good Samaritan Law. If you don't know what that is, think about the last episode of Seinfeld. If you see a crime happening, somebody getting their ass whipped, and you can help them out, I don't know exactly the specifics, but you have to help them out. So think about this scenario. This is this can actually happen. I'm standing outside of a hospital. I see somebody whipping somebody's ass, and I have the ability to stop them whipping that person's ass, and I don't, and that person gets really jacked up. I can get in trouble for that because I, I you should have helped out. He was getting his ass whooped. You could have helped out. You could have done something to stop this ass whipping, but you didn't. You're going to jail, damn it. You're going to get fined or whatever the punishment is. But if you take that same person who would have gotten their ass whipped because I didn't help out in this scenario, you take them into the emergency room and into the hospital, they can go, okay, we'll stitch you up. But as far as putting your skull back together, we can't do that because you don't have any money. So just go home and, uh, you know, die. And that's okay. I would get in trouble outside of the hospital for keeping this person getting their ass whooped. But they, on the inside of the hospital, would not get in trouble for not helping this person, not saving this person, not fixing this person because he didn't have money. I mean, how would I look if I was going, yeah, listen, I know you're getting your ass whipped right now, but um, you know, I, I could actually, the guy that's beating you up, I could probably fuck him up pretty easily, and he's not that tough of a guy, and I, you know, I do a little boxing, I could probably whoop his ass pretty easily. 
But, uh, you know, um, you got any money on you? Hmm? How much you got on you? $20? Hold on. You can finish whipping his ass. Let me just see, you know, if he doesn't have enough money on me, uh, on him to give me, then, I'm, uh, then, uh, you can finish whooping his ass. But if he has enough money, either you're gonna have to leave or I'm gonna whoop your ass. Just stay right there. Stay right there, uh, vicious beater. Vicious assaulter. Stay right there. Hold on. Oh, you only got a 20 on you. Nah, nah, nah. I require at least $40 to stop an ass whooping. Okay, I gotta go. You can finish beating his ass and, uh, take care. Have a good, have a good time whooping his ass. I mean, he's really knocked out right now, so you'd have no problem kicking him in the stomach. Okay, I gotta go. It sounds silly, doesn't it? Imagine if you were in a car accident, you know, and the, and the, and the assist, the people, the first responders showed up. Okay, Mrs. Johnson, that's your name, Mrs. Johnson. Listen, um, we're gonna have to cut you out of this car. But first, we're gonna we need uh, we need to find out what kind of credit card you use. No, you don't have a credit card, really. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a do you have a number? You know, we have a special number for people that paid for this service. Oh, you don't? Yeah. Well, um, you gonna your cell phone work? Good. Well, you're gonna have to call a friend, and hopefully they can cut you out of the car because we charge money for that. So, um, you take care of yourself and uh, make sure you call quickly because I think the car is gonna explode, and we're gonna get the hell out of here. I'm gonna help people that actually have money for us. I know that sounds silly. It sounds stupid, doesn't it? It sounds ridiculous. But how more, much more ridiculous is that than someone being in a hospital and finding out that they cannot get help, they cannot get saved, they cannot get repaired because they don't have any money? How dumb is that? How much of an embarrassment is that? And it's all because people are greedy. Like I said, I want everybody to make money. I, I want everybody to make profit. I want to make profits. Of course. But legitimately, man. Not at the expense of somebody's life. No. Big companies, big corporations, the ones that own the hospitals, the ones that charge us all this money for everything when, it, when you can make a profit by being fair, the ones that put ridiculousness in our food and don't give a damn that you're going to give cancer to people that are eating this crap because your profits go up. Could you do me a favor, big companies? Could you show me on this doll right here where the American public touched you the wrong way? Could you show me on this doll where the American pu public, the American consumer hurt you? Because quite frankly, they must have done something to you for you to want to treat them this badly. I can't imagine being this vicious, this mean as an entity to human beings unless they did something to you. But I don't think they did anything to you. All they did was give you heaps and heaps of money. It would be nice if you actually gave a crap about them, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be nice. All right, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes, we knocked out another one. Hey, you know what? I, I, I noticed a, a nice spike uh, again. And I know that that means basically that you guys have been telling people about the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's really, really cool. And thanks for the messages, you know, um, and even the weird ones. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for those too i really appreciate it and and and, and uh, to the ladies are saying really nice things about my voice why thank you i really appreciate it is that even sexier no that's bad okay i'll go back to this then uh <laughs> i just want to thank you guys you guys have been really really cool um uh let me just let you know like i said for the for those of you that are actually hearing this for the first time whether it's on um iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or Player FM, whatever player you're listening to, or if you're in some kind of podcatcher, I want to let you know that the home of the podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. And on that site, it'll have all the links to all the social media that's actually directly linked to the podcast. You can hear updates and things of that nature. Um, subscribe if you haven't. 
and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Share me on your social media sites. If you like what you hear, which you better, damn it. <laughs> and uh, once again, man, I, I, like I said, I, I mean, I've, I've done a bunch of these now and it's become a lot more fun. It was fun from the beginning. I appreciate the feedback. You guys have been saying really nice things. I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing me on your social media sites. I see that. And like I said, I really appreciate it. You guys, you guys have been really, really cool. And um, I like hanging out with you. Um, much love to every last one of you. And uh, it's Anthony out. Thank you. It's Anthony out. here.